0: do to do a third hour of the show, Julian? Sure, why not? Let's do it! Yeah! Hour three of Sportsnet today is live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studios. Julian McKenzie, Logan Gordon, our outstanding producers Cam and Taylor in the other room. All for our friends at Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, Crack Foundation, Boeing Foundation Walls, They have a simple, permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems. They're all things basement-y. There's a dlbasementsystems.com. Hour 2 in the books. Shout out Oliver Shillington. What the Flames decor could look like this fall. And our off-season review continued. We chat with Arthur Staple, all things New York Rangers. You can catch that on the Hour 2 podcast all the podcasts go up shortly after every hour finishes here on Sportsnet 960. Google, Amazon, Spotify, or your favorite pod catcher if you want to catch up on any of your favorite Sportsnet 960 shows. A quick reminder, fan feedback line open to you here on Sportsnet 960. Give us a text at 960-960. And just a quick reminder, you might want to get your texting fingers ready. We have another chance for you to win your way in to the Shaw Charity Classic. That is coming up this segment. So get your fingers ready. Get ready if you're listening live or online. Another chance for you to win tickets to the Shaw Charity Classic coming up in just a few moments' time. But we start the segment off checking in on the Calgary Stampeders here on the Sports Drive it's brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. That's why your restricted key system can keep your business safe, even through employee turnover. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Calgary Stampeders, BC Lions from BC on Saturday. One more practice day at McMahon for the Stamps before heading out to BC with the latest on your Stampeders. Here's, today, here's today's Stamps Report with Patrick Dumas.
1: This, this is the Stamps Report with Patrick Dumas.
2: The Peters held their final day of practice before shipping off to B.C. on Friday for their Week 10 tilt with the Lions. Calgary lost the opener back in Week 1, 25-15. In that game, starting running back Kadeem Carey left that one in the third quarter after suffering a toe injury, but Kadeem has since come off the six-game injured list and is seemingly getting closer to a return. Coach Dickinson on Carey's status heading into this week.
3: You know, I'm, I do expect Kadim to play though, and uh, I think he'll get back in there. He'll help us. He'll help us. So uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. But I, I fully expect him to be a, a welcome addition back and a guy that'll help our offense be better.
2: So sounds like good news on the Kadim front, as it looks like he'll be an option for Saturday. Here's Jake Mayer on the impact number thirty-five has on this group. I think the,
4: one of the biggest things I think he just brings a joy to the game, and he just brings he has such a personality and presence. Um, that even when things maybe aren't going the way that we want them, uh, you know, he seems to always have a smile on his face, and, and is super energetic and has tons of belief constantly that that we're going to be fine. So I think if anything, obviously he's super talented. He's one of the best running backs in the league. Um, but the things that you know we see, you know, from our perspective as players, is we just see the joy that he brings, and um, that makes playing with him a lot of fun because uh, because you know you're always in it when he, when he's on the field.
2: Gary is certainly a spark plug for this offense, and will be a welcome sight once he's back in the lineup. Someone who's back in the lineup from an opponent's side of things is quarterback Vernon Adams. He's missed the last three games with a knee injury. Here's Coach on the BC Signal Caller.
3: You know, I am expecting him to be healthy and and play well, and he's had a couple games against us earlier in the year, and uh, so he kind of knows who we are uh, and had success against us. So we've got to show up and and make sure that uh, we play our best game and let him know we're there.
2: Yeah, Adams will certainly provide a more mobile look as opposed to Dane Evans. The Stamps have had success at BC Place, winning their last seven meetings there. However, the last two, Week 1 from this year and the West Semi from last year, have not gone Calgary's way. Coach Dickinson and then Jake Mayer on the team they're looking up at in the West Division.
3: Well, we're getting better. Um, we have won games and played football in different manners. We've we've owned the line of scrimmage. We've looked explosive in the past game. Um, you know, now can we put it all together and limit mistakes? So, and we're, we're doing some good things, but we got a long way to go, and our guys know that in order to get to where we want to, it's got to be a week-by-week week progression. We've got to find ways to get better. Um, they have a great energy over there. they got a great D-line with their linebackers and blitzing off the edges. So we know that they'll create some havoc. Can we settle in there and handle it and uh, hopefully produce? They beat us the
4: last couple times pretty handedly. Um, so... I think we have, uh, I think we have something to prove here uh, in order to get to that point to call it that. I know last year was super competitive; every game seemed to come down to the very end. But this year they got us pretty good at home, so I think we're a different football team from that day. Uh, but in terms of rivalry and things like that, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this thing develops. Uh, but we uh, we have to put our best foot forward. I think we will.
2: And one player that the red and white will have to key in on is CFL sack leader Matthew Betts. He was held in check last week at Winnipeg, but is still on pace to break the CFL sack record. The quarterback on dealing with one of the league's top pass rushers.
4: Yeah, I love it. I mean, you've got to get, get the ball out of your hand quick. Um, you know, that doesn't mean, I mean, that can mean mul- a multitude of things, right? But, you know, getting the ball out on time, uh, you know, mixing up the snap counts, doing all the little things that you would do for any, any top defensive pass rusher in this league, and he's certainly one of them. So. Uh, you got to be aware of him all times because he can uh, he can ruin the game on one play. Um, and In his case, multiple plays throughout the game. So, uh, yeah, you got to be aware, and we are.
2: Seeing the same names in front of you along the offensive line is key for any quarterback, and Bryce Bell and company will be key in stopping that Leo's pass rush. The Stamps will be off to Vancouver on Friday, and their Week 10 matchup with the Lions will go Saturday evening out at BC Place. It will be a 5 p.m. kickoff. With your Stamps report, I'm Patty Dumas.
0: Thank you, Patty. Appreciate that. Yes, Stamps and Lions go Saturday from B.C. Place 5 o'clock start in B.C. Or 5 o'clock start in Calgary, I should say. It's a different uh, start time in B.C. But for everyone watching here in Calgary, it's going to be 5 o'clock.
1: Yeah, these tricky start times, man. Just, uh, you know, as someone who's spent, what, 28 years of their life on Eastern time and then trying to figure out what Mountain time is and then Pacific Standard time, you got to think of the people in Winnipeg. They're on Central time. It's a bit nuts.
0: Uh, And usually those West Coast games are usually uh, 8 o'clock starts Yeah, uh, out here in Mountain Time, but they're a little bit earlier on Saturday. So uh, make sure you check in on the Stamps and the Lions on Saturday. CFL Week kicks off tonight with the winless Elks hosting the 6-2 Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Welcome back to Sportsnet Today. It's Logan Gordon, Julian McKenzie along with you. And we're talking about one of the biggest hockey stories of the summer and it's actually off the ice Julian it's been one of the biggest crazes around hockey and it doesn't even have to do with anything on ice it's actually testing your off ice knowledge it's become popular in almost all of my group chats even our group chat with you this week has been fired up with it you've probably heard by now of puck doku And we just happen to have the inventor of PuckDoku, Calgary's own Taylor Dixon, joining us this afternoon. Taylor, thanks for the time, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Uh, First of all, thank you for this uh, wonderful invention that has now taken up more of my time and created more frustration of my hockey knowledge than I ever uh, expected it to. How has this been for you with this sudden surge of this game that you created?
5: Yeah. You know what? It's been pretty crazy. I definitely wasn't expecting this level of attention and success when it first started. And, uh, it's been really fun to kind of see it grow so far.
1: Taylor. Uh, I figure since you're here, uh, you can help me with today's puck. Doku. I'm trying to find a player <laughs> who's played for the flyers and the Oilers. How often do you have people who like hit you up and they're like, Hey man, can you like help me find this player for this quadrant?
5: Uh it's rarely that. It's more the opposite of someone thinks the player should count but didn't right. and that that's usually what I see. <laughs> where did this whole thing
0: start, Taylor?
5: Um so I I guess back kind of late June, I was listening to this podcast, the Puck Soup podcast and uh the two hosts were kind of playing this trivia game where one of them had manually drawn up a board and was kind of quizzing the other uh on of the categories i made for great listening content and um i was kind of listening to it and i was thinking to myself uh you know i can i can probably build that but it'd probably be a lot of work so i actually didn't do anything with it for like a week and uh and then i was kind of thinking on it more and more and eventually i thought i should just give this a go and see what happens and um it blew up and i was right it was a lot of work (laughs) Uh,
0: did you have any experience in doing something like this before like app development website development had this been something that you'd done previously
5: oh yeah like i've been doing web development for 10 plus years and i was i did like a a fantasy sports startup a long time ago but not anything like this and i think the amount of users i see through this is more than a lot of my regular companies so (laughs) it's, it's pretty cool
1: can you take us through the moment when you realized Pugdoku was actually blowing up?
5: Oh yeah. So honestly, it was probably the first day I kind of "quote unquote" unleashed it. Like at nine o'clock one night, I kind of like DM'd it to a hockey writer Sean Macdonald. Was like, "Hey, like I made a I made a website version of that game he played," and um and he tweeted it out, and I and I got this email in my inbox that was like, you've gone through like 50% of your web free hosting. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And then three <laughs> minutes later, it was like, you've gone through 75% of your web hosting. And then five minutes later, it was like, you've gone through 100%. And I'm quickly trying to rush to put my credit card in the <laughs> keep it going. And um, that was kind of like, it was, it was immediate. But really when I realized that it had really taken hold was um, A, when people were immediately giving me things that I was, was doing wrong or need to do differently. And uh, B, when like I had someone send me a photo of like his hockey cards that he got to match that puzzle that day, and I thought to myself, like, like if someone's taking the time and effort to kind of go through their collection, like make these nine cards and then like send it to me, like I think I think it's something cool.
0: How cool is it to see people taking adaptations of your game and using it in other scenarios? Because I've seen some pretty big sports companies use it as content now, making their own puck doku versions of say nfl teams you know basketball teams how cool of it to see people take it and make it another thing in their sport
5: um yeah like I, it's pretty cool like i'll say that you know there was other people that had done this around the same time so i i, I don't want to kind of say that i invented the overall concept but it's been really cool, for instance, seeing like the first time I saw it was like the University of Michigan made like a puck doku on their Twitter account. Yeah. And like tagged me, tagged me. In it, and that, that's <laughs> really cool to see Hockey Canada, a couple of uh, teams. I think the Jets were even doing one where they had like hosts going back and forth to fill out a grid like tic-tac-toe. So um, it's it's wild, to be honest.
1: Sean McIndoo, uh, also known as a Down Goes Brown for people who subscribe to him on uh, The Athletic. Uh, I think I noticed this week uh, he kind of was like the special guest uh, creator for one of the Puck Dokus this week. What does it take uh, if you are a uh, sporting celebrity to get yourself one of those special days uh, to, to put together a Puck Doku for the day?
5: All it takes is a, I'm, I'm pretty easy. All it takes is a DM in the uh, at PuckDoku on Twitter. All right. You're going to hear from me very soon then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say,
0: you're going to have two DMs in your uh, inbox <laughs> after this. as uh, me and Julian trying to get in on it. Uh, Taylor Dixon's along with us. You know him uh, from PuckDoku taking over the world in uh, this hockey sphere. Where does your hockey knowledge come from? Where does that hockey love come from, Taylor? Because I imagine you, you've got to be into the sports world in, in some way, shape, or form uh, to want to create something like this.
5: Oh, I, I mean, I've loved hockey kind of pretty much all my life. I will admit, I know I'm on Calgary Radio. I'm actually a Canucks fan. <laughs> oh. so I think I'm I think I'm think legally obligated to say that uh, Joe Lotto's goal didn't count in 89. But uh, anyway, um, <laughs> oh um, just being honest, you know, I work a software development job. And so honestly, like, I'm sitting at my desk all day and I'm just kind of consuming hockey content and listening to podcasts, listening to radio. And so I just kind of have been able to take that and try and make it into something fun. And it's, it's really cool to, you know, be on the radio with you guys and just be able to like engage with the, uh, this group that I've been listening to for, you know, 15 plus years.
1: Well, at least you didn't say you were an Oilers fan. That would have gone a lot worse.
5: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Do you have any bigger plans for Puckdoku in terms of like selling it to someone else who might give you tons of money, or what are your future plans <laughs> for Puckdoku?
5: Yeah, you know, New York Times, if you're listening, no, I'm just kidding. Um, the-
0: <laughs> hey, hey, it worked for Julian.
5: Hey, worked work for, for me. Julian, yeah. <laughs> Julian let's talk. Um, yeah, we'll. Uh, uh, I think. You know, there's a lot of places I could take it, and it's just about, you know, it's still just me making it, right? So it's just about doing something that's sustainable and that people will like. Like, I've been working on this really big thing that hopefully will come out on Saturday. Oh. We're going to we're gonna be able to create an account, have be able to play all the past games, start to, like, build up your account history and stuff like that. So that will kind of be able to unlock a ton of new things for uh, the community in the future, like being able to have player streaks, maybe even being able to compete against your friends, like you said you know, in your group chats that even the guys have been, uh, you know, playing every day and posting your scores. Well, what if you could actually join a pool and kind of compete? So those are the kind of the areas that I'd like to take it, but uh, you know, just make sure that whatever I do, it works great. Cause the last thing I want is to wake up and, you know, have a hundred emails telling me that Ron Hextall didn't count. For <laughs> 100 bucks in. So uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I want to go
0: uh has there been any conversation this is just purely speculating for a minute have you thought about me turning into an app what kind of different avenues can you see this thing going down and becoming in your mind
5: yeah an app is interesting also beyond like i said this when i wanted to make the original game an app is also a lot of work so i'm kind of being yeah. conscious of uh my time and and slow growth it's definitely something that um i could do but really it's just uh it's about keeping it interesting and kind of keeping people engaged and just let let it let it go where it goes you know
1: who is the most famous puck doku player you know of
5: famous i know of uh you know what that's a good question i don't know if i know anyone super famous there's i think there's been a couple of um mostly media guys so far there was—I don't know if it was the real Bob Beers, but there was a guy named Bob Beers who added me on Twitter. That his uh, player picture was missing on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, on the game, so I, I did what I could to get that in there. So
1: that's actually that just made me realize something. What if there comes a day where, like, like maybe not like a completely obscure NHLer, but like someone who we should know they could play into you be like, hey, how come my photo is not there? I hope, you're,
5: I hope exactly. you brace yourself for that. Yeah, I, yeah I'm prepared for, prepare for that or even just like, hey, can you update my uh, profile picture? I don't like the one from two years ago, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Taylor, this has been a lot of fun, man. Thanks so much for the time today. Uh, thanks for creating this this awesome new thing that's coming to our lives and, and best continued success with it, man. Hey.
5: Yeah, thanks very much, guys. I uh, appreciate it.
0: There you go. Taylor Dixon joining us down the Alice Pizza and Sports Bar Guest Hotline this afternoon, the creator of Puck Doku, Calgarian joining us as well. Thanks to Taylor for hopping on with us today. What a fun convo that was. That man. was a blast. Oh, so cool. Uh if you don't know what Puck Doku is, I highly recommend you go check it out. Enjoy your sport knowledge. It's literally I think most of my group chats every day now are just waiting for at one point the first person to send in their puck doku score and comparing notes on who you got for the day or who had a better uniqueness score and cool little tidbit from Taylor there that if you are a puck doku player, they're going to get a little bit more features for you starting on Saturday. I really am curious where something like that yeah. goes, right? Does someone want to buy that concept from Taylor and be like, Hey, I want to make this into an app. I want to make this into to whatever it is and, and branch into other sports. Uh, you know, it takes a lot. It takes you know, relationships with hockey reference and, you know, you got to have all the knowledge behind it to back it up. But
1: am I trying to remember? I'm trying to remember. Is it that they they take stats, I think, from elite prospects? Is that what I'm remembering? If you go on the website, it does. I think it says where it gets some of the stats from. So it might not even be. Yeah. Player data is powered by elite prospects. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned with how competitive people can get in group chats. I don't even think I need the limitations of a group chat to be competitive with. I posted in our own unique group chat uh my score today. This is the best I've ever posted in 83 uniqueness. I was putting in some pretty good names tapping into my fandom when I was really young. And I saw a friend of mine um on Twitter post 70 as their uniqueness score oh. and I am irrationally angry. <laughs> I'm like this this should have been my day with this dude has himself a seventy uniqueness score. Has nothing to do with any of us in the chat. But I'm just like, ah, damn it! I want to be. I want to get better than that. Now,
0: it's hard, especially. It's so hard, and it's one of those ones too that's going to make you. The best part about it for me is is always finishing up and seeing someone. Like, well, how did I not get that guy? Yeah. Like, how did I not get that guy? That was the most obvious one of all time. I didn't even didn't even come close to that. Right, and I'm like, you've been racking your brain forever. And look, I'm sure some people like to. Check rosters or just—I like having fun with it and just throwing off my guesses as best I can. But it's been a lot of fun. I know a lot of people in the hockey Twitter sphere have had a lot of fun with it, and we enjoyed that conversation with Seriously, Taylor. Seriously, man. Uh, he came down once again the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar desk hotline as part of the Sports Drive, and the Sports Drive is brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. That's how kind of a restricted key system can keep your business safe, even through employee turnover. Visit Calgary Lock and Safe dot com julian you are done with us for the week sir man this has been really fun guys uh seriously
1: uh getting to work with you logo these last few days really happy about that i think we've had a really good time cam tay really helpful to have you two help us out these last few days and just being patient and, and cool with me. I, I really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much for welcoming me these last few days. It's been really fun.
0: Uh, we loved having you. I hope you can do it again sometime soon. That'd be great. Uh, what's coming up for you uh, over the next little bit? I know people are always checking out your flames content uh, for the athletic, but uh, I know you're taking some holiday and then yeah. it feels like hockey
1: season's right around the corner, man. Yeah. I'm, g- I'm going to try to go ghost as of tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to go hang out with a couple buddies, try to not be on Twitter. Obviously if, some crazy flame story pops up I'm gonna I, I got the laptop on hand just in case uh for those who saw that the the CJ show dropped an episode this week uh be sure to check that out and uh stay on the lookout for whenever we drop another episode maybe it comes later in August maybe it comes in September you never know uh but I'm gonna try my absolute best to go ghost over the next few days and just kind of be out of sight out of mind I'm going to uh, try.
0: <laughs> good, I hope you wish the best luck. Have a great vacation, pal. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks to Julian McKenzie again. You can find him on Twitter at JKA McKenzie. Uh, you probably already follow him, though, uh, for his Flames coverage here on The Athletic. Um, also, thank you to Cam and Taylor again, our outstanding producers, for all their hard work this week. And uh, you for listening live or on the podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners. If you engage with us on the text line today, thanks for shooting in a text. We'll be back tomorrow, a Friday edition. We're going to pull in Aaron Vickers for one day. Ooh, that's a good feeling. We will mock him for his performance against Wes Gilbertson (laughs) at the uh, Shaw Charity Shootout. And we'll also have two more pairs of tickets to give away uh, for the Shaw Charity Classic. So make sure you're tuned in on a Friday. We'll be back with uh, Aaron Vickers on tomorrow's edition of the show. Have yourself a great Thursday evening. Signing off here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Peace!